Welcome to the Women's Circle Podcast. I'm Leela Strong, garden witch, modern-day priestess, community creator, and steward of the long-lost art of connection. May you leave this episode feeling resourced, reflective, and ready to make magic. Each episode, we will explore a topic for reflection that can be taken to the group setting of Women's Circle and Community Circle or explored solo. For guidance on how to find or create your own Women's Circle, take a peek at my earlier episodes. Women's Circle Podcast is a trans-inclusive, LGBTQIA intersectional space that celebrates and honors the path of all the women who find this work. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back, friends, and happy, happy new year. Oh, wow. Stepping through into a new year is always such an exciting time, a contemplative time, and I'm feeling it. Yeah, I sadly had COVID. over the New Year's, so I had a very cozy and relaxing movie night to celebrate the end of 2023. And I'm feeling a lot better today, and I'm excited to share with you some New Year offerings. If you're anything like me, you might be feeling that the new year is maybe not always the most perfect time for starting new, even though that's kind of what the name indicates. For me, I never really feel the drive to rewrite my life at this time of year. It feels really counterintuitive, and one of the reasons for that is simply the season. We are only a couple weeks into winter. The winter solstice happened on December 21st, so we're freshly into the winter season, and there are lots and lots and lots of signs telling our bodies right now to just slow down, to take it easy, to rest, to take joy in simplicity, to be with friends, and make art and music. So I'll be sharing today a couple of really gentle ways to greet the new year because, you know, this is still a wonderful time to take a look at your life and take inventory and learn from the year that you had while at the same time honoring that this may not be the time of year for launching big life changes or projects. We'll talk more about the time for creation when we get closer to spring. The spring equinox is really this signal that it's time to start fresh. So for now, give yourself permission to rest. Before we dive into the activities and prompts that I have for you today, I wanted to share an in-person offering that I'm so pleased to have available. I will be hosting a community circle on January 20th from 1 to 3 p.m. 
at Mora, Pole, and Ariel in Everett, Washington. So if you are local to the Western Washington area and you are available on January 20th from 1 to 3 p.m., I would love it if you attended this community circle. As a reminder, Community Circle is open to people of all genders. This is going to be a super, super lovely space. It's the first in-person gathering at the studio uh, that I'll be hosting, and I'm really, really excited. So I will have the link for registration in the episode notes, and if you would like to register, please do that. There's only three spots left, so it is filling up really quickly. And I hope to see you there. So let's get into one of our activities. And this episode is something that you could take to your circle space, but this activity particularly is pretty time consuming. So it's better done with plenty of time with a smaller group or perhaps just with two or three people or on your own kind of choose your own adventure with this. But one of the things that I am thinking about a lot as I come into 2024 is rather than resolving to be something that I'm not right now, instead of looking at myself and saying, wow, what did I not do well last year? Or what did I really struggle with? And and that's valuable as well. But for this part of the new year, I really want to look back and think about what was important to me. What were my priorities? Where did my heart lead me throughout the year? And how can I continue to prioritize that in 2024? I really want to treat the new year as a strong foundation for future growth rather than just wiping the slate clean and starting over. So the first activity that I have for you today is called the personal values card sort. And this is an activity that was developed at the University of New Mexico in the Department of Psychology. And there are quite a few authors on here, so I will cite the source um, in the episode notes, but thank you so much to the people that created this. I'll also have in the episode notes a link to access the PDF for this activity as well. So the personal values card sort is a stack of cards that you can print out on your computer and cut out that have tons of different words on them. Things like family, friendship, sovereignty, truth, beauty, play, laughter, all of these things. And what you do is you sort all of these cards, there's quite a few of them, into five different categories varying from the things that are most important to you to things that are not important to you at all. This activity allows you to have a visual representation of your personal values. What do you like to spend time on? What is important to you? What is the driving force behind the way that you live your life? When I did this activity, it took me about 20-25 minutes to sort all the cards into these five categories. And then I still did a lot of switching around as I discussed the categories with my husband, who I did this with. 
And I really love having a visual representation of my personal values and choices. It was really interesting to see what I placed from most important all the way down to least important to me. And I wanted to share my top five that I had in my most important category in the PDF that the authors of this activity share. They suggest choosing a top five, and I think there's lots of ways that you could do this. Um, Having a top five or a top ten or even a very top number one if you can really get down to it. I wasn't able to choose one, but maybe I'll try and hone it in. But for my top five, I had spirituality, that's really important to me, intimacy, which is closeness in all of my relationships, integrity, music, and purpose. So those were my top five, and if you end up doing this activity, I would love to hear what your top five are as well. I think this is a beautiful insight into people's hearts and minds. So once all of these cards were sorted, my husband Tyler and I went through and because we're in a relationship, we wanted to go through and compare our values and see do we have similar values in each category, what's important, what's not important to us. And it was really fun to see that we actually had the same three not important to me at all uh, words in that category. So it was a fun way to connect with him personally and also to connect with myself. I was able to make changes as we discussed things, asked a lot of questions. And so when you're doing this activity, either with yourself through your journaling or with another person or a group, make sure to ask lots of questions. Why did you put that there and what does that mean to you? How are you creating space in your life for your top five most important things? How are you hoping to change your priorities in the new year? There's so many rich questions in this realm that uh, I'm just really eager to dive into a little bit more. I'm planning to do some more journaling on these prompts. The next part of this activity is to make a piece of art out of your top five, your top 10, whatever number you land on. This is a way to solidify what you've learned in this activity and take it in throughout your whole year. It might be wonderful to place this piece of art on your altar, beside your bed, on your fridge, somewhere that you're going to see it throughout the year and remember, oh yeah, music is really important to me. I should play some music. So I am really into oil painting right now. I just did my very first oil painting while I had COVID. So thank you COVID for opening up my oil painting inspiration portal. (laughs) So I think I am going to oil paint something to represent my top five in the coming days. And the form of art that you choose is completely up to you. Maybe you are more into some other type of painting, maybe, well, my <laughs> my COVID brain is now unable to make a list of art materials. <laughs> maybe you are into collages, or you could write a piece of poetry, or you could even write a song and in, in 
put the lyrics up on a piece of paper. This is really just a space for you to play and explore what you discovered in this activity. I think returning to an activity like this year after year is an interesting way to track your personal growth and to track how your life is changing and your priorities and values are changing. So I really invite everybody to at least take a photo of how you sorted your cards and perhaps do it again next year and see how things have changed and let it be a way to document the beautiful, flowing, ever-changing path of your life. So that is my main big activity offering for your personal reflection in January. I also wanted to share a little bit about Gentle January. This is, I guess, a theme that I'm bringing to January because we're really in a do-it-all-the-time-right-now culture and the new year especially is a time when we're going to be consuming and experiencing a lot of media about going on diets and starting a new exercise regime and overhauling your entire life. And while there is totally a place to look at nutrition and movement and organization, I also really, really want to make space for entering the new year with gentleness and restfulness, calm, peace, and tranquility. So I have a few inspirations for you to take with you for January. One of them is to make time for quiet and rest. One of the ways that I do this is by taking baths. I have a little bathtub. It's not the nicest thing in the world, but it is mine. And I light a candle and I sit in the bath. And when I am really prioritizing rest, I leave my phone and the computer and music outside so that I can just sit and breathe and feel my body and enjoy the relaxation. And I think that I was really resistant to taking baths for a long time because it felt like this huge endeavor. But at the end of the day, you can take like a 15 minute bath, which is not very long. And it has a lot of benefits for me and my body and my spirit in terms of helping me feel regulated and and ultimately very grounded and relaxed. One of the other invitations I have for gentle January is to go outside. I know that here in North America, it's quite cold right now, but something that I learned when I was teaching outdoor education is that there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothes for that weather. <laughs> so put on some layers, more layers than you think you need, try to be waterproof if it's in a rainy area, and go outside. Even if it's for 10 minutes, a little walk around your neighborhood, this is a way to get fresh air into your lungs. It's a way to get the sunlight into your beautiful eyes and to enjoy 
all of the winter beauty. I think winter sometimes can feel really dreary and down and there's nothing growing or blooming and that's just not true. There is a lot happening in winter. When the deciduous trees drop their leaves, it allows for so much more spaciousness in the forests, in the neighborhoods. You can see things that you can never really see during other times of the year. So I really encourage you to find time to be outside, to breathe the fresh air, and take a little walk. I think this will be so good for your body and soul. Again, this can be a 10-minute, 15-minute endeavor. You don't need to be going on a five-mile hike. Trust me, I am not doing that. (laughs) So just go outside and start with something small. One more gentle January offering for you is to create art in some form every day if you can. It doesn't have to be big, it doesn't have to be good, it doesn't have to be serious, it just has to happen. And this can be in the form of <laughs> all of the the art modalities that I can no longer remember, painting and drawing, or you can do singing, music making of any type, writing poetry, writing a short story. You could dance. Dance is a huge creative outlet for me. Turn on a song, turn down the lights, and dance it out. This type of creativity really sparks the flame. It's like with any habit. If you do a little bit of it consistently, eventually you'll find that you'll want to do more and more and more. One realization that I've had during this fall and winter season for myself, this is my off season from my normal job, so I have a lot of downtime. And what I started to do is I schedule in an hour every day just for singing. I write it down on my clipboard in my day timeline, you know, 12 to 1 o'clock music singing. And at first I was really daunted by this hour. I didn't feel that I could fill it and to my amazement and joy and excitement, that hour went by so quickly. So you don't need to dedicate an hour that might not be possible for you, but again, 10 minutes, wonderful. Just a way to get your creative juices flowing and honoring that this is a time of year for hibernation, softness, and pleasure. It's okay to rest. If your body wants to rest, let it rest. It's okay to sleep. Just sleep. So I will be coming back in two weeks for another episode and that episode is going to be all about our January circle topic. So please tune back in for that. I also wanted to say thank you for everybody who has listened to the first couple of episodes. It is so heartwarming to see 
all of my statistics and to see that people are listening and enjoying it and I wanted to read a review out loud. I already have two reviews. <laughs> this is just very exciting. Um, so this one is from Hachi C who says, I love this podcast. Insightful, wise, instructive. I love this podcast and the music is so, so beautiful. Thank you, Hachi C. I really appreciate the review. If you are on Apple Podcast, you can review there. This podcast is also at last available on Spotify. So those are your two avenues for listening. So please check out my episodes. Rating and reviewing is so, so appreciated. And I hope to connect with you soon. One little reminder again that I have the in-person community circle on January 20th from 1 to 3 p.m. at Mora, Pole, and Ariel in Everett, Washington. And all of the information for signing up for that will be in the show notes. I am wishing you all a super gentle January. Stay cozy, stay creative. Until next time. This has been the Women's Circle Podcast with Leela Strong. To connect, you can find me on Instagram at the Women's Circle Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider rating and reviewing. This will help get the show out to all the wonderful people in need of connection and community. Until next time, may you find magic all around.